0: And welcome back to the Positive The Real Podcast, my friend. It's your host and coach, Brittany King. Even if you don't recognize me, if you listen really carefully, you can hear the humidifier going and I might have a throat lozenger in my mouth, but it's what you got to do when you need to show up for your podcast listeners. I tried to record a podcast episode yesterday and I could not get five minutes Without coughing uncontrollably. It was out of control. I would start recording and then I would start coughing. So I just surrendered. I just surrendered. I let go. It didn't mean I was giving up on recording this week. I just knew in that moment that recording an episode was just not what was best for me or my voice. So yes, my voice is a little deeper, a little raspier, maybe even sexier. And no, I do not have covid Who knew that you can get other colds and viruses that aren't COVID? We get so fixated on COVID and all my tests have come back negative, which I didn't think it actually was COVID, but it is nice to have that peace of mind. But it turns out to just be a good old-fashioned chest cold that you just kind of have to ride out. I haven't had something like this in almost seven years. I forgot what it's like. And you know when you are sick and you're coughing, and your nose is running, and you just can't remember what it was like before this. That's kind of the stage that I'm at. I'm like, oh, I wonder what it's like to not have a stuffy nose. It's only been a couple of days, but it's ironic because last week, sitting here recording this episode or recording an episode preaching about protecting the vessel, right? That was my biggest takeaway from the Powerhouse Woman event. And here we are a week later, sick. I thought I was protecting the vessel, but I guess I didn't listen. <laughs> To my body. And now I'm listening loud and clear. My body's like, yo, take a breather, relax, and rest. And that's what I've been doing. And it feels really good. Now, this episode is very important for me to record to you because today, if you are listening to this on September 22nd, 2021, it is my birthday. And it is my 33rd birthday. And I'm just so excited to share my reflection. If you know me, you know that I love reflecting and birthdays are the best time to do that. There was a powerful, powerful full moon earlier this week and now the season are officially changing into fall. I mean, in Phoenix, it's still hot, but it will get there. But officially, we're moving in to a new season, and there's so much going on, and it's the best time for me to sit and reflect on how far I've come in the past year. So last year, I did an episode of 32 lessons I would tell my 23-year-old self, which was amazing, and I'll link that in the show notes, because 23 was really when I was going through it. And gosh, my 23-year-old self, if she looked at me now, she would be in awe, Um, especially because for my birthday... Brian and I hosted a dinner party and it was just this ongoing joke how we (laughs) birthdays looked a lot different back in the day, which included going to Old Town Scottsdale, dancing on tables and just getting blacked out. If you didn't know this about me, I was a bit of a wild child back in the day and I've come a long, long way. And my 23, 24 year old self would just be in awe of where I am today. And really I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for all of the tools that I share with you. So I want to do my birthday reflection. So instead of doing 33 lessons or anything like that, I'm going to switch it up because really this past year has been one of the most transformational of my life. And I want to share some of my takeaways and reflections from my 33rd trip around the sun. Now I do want to give you a heads up. I do talk about the miscarriage I had in December and if you are in a place where that might be triggering or might bring up emotions, I totally get it. So it might be worth fast forwarding this a little bit, but I just want to let you know, because I understand what it is like. And sometimes hearing this might not, you might not be in the right headspace and that's all good. So here we go. I'm going to keep this short and sweet but I feel called to share this episode with you and my reflection because today, a year ago today marks the anniversary of when we bought our dream home. And a week after we bought our dream home and moved into it, I found out I was pregnant. And on paper, everything lined up. Like we have the space, where we are in our careers and all this stuff. But looking back... To a year ago, where I am today, mentally, emotionally, physically, minus this little cold, and most importantly, spiritually, I'm in a much different place and I will say a much better place. So, found out that I was pregnant a week after we moved into our new house. And it was like, oh my God, amazing. We just moved into this house. We have all this space. There was a lot of open loops and things that weren't necessarily 100% stable. And looking back, I understand that now. But at that time, it kind of felt like getting pregnant was like the next thing to do. And I've never been one to just try to keep up with everyone else, but I kind of felt that way. You know, people around me were getting pregnant and it's like, oh my God, I got to get pregnant. Like, <laughs> I've never, Subscribe to that kind of thinking. And at that time, I definitely did because what? What's the thought? I didn't want to be behind. Such a toxic thought, right? So, found out I was pregnant. And two weeks before, I was getting my hormones checked because on the outside, I looked like a healthy human. But what I learned in this past year is you're only as healthy as your hormones are. And I didn't think my hormones were 100% healthy, which now I understand why and I was getting my progesterone levels checked out, and I had a call from the doctor saying my progesterone was very low, so I didn't ovulate. And then fast forward two weeks, I'm pregnant. So I did ovulate, and I'm pregnant. And no one seemed to be concerned about it but me. So those three months of pregnancy, I was kind of excited, but also like, what's going on because of progesterone? What the doctor said is that, you know, miracles happen, whatever. And then fast forward to December, I miscarried. Three days before our 12 week appointment. And it was that week that we were finally getting excited about the future because, you know, everyone says that you get to 12 weeks and that's the clear zone. Well, let me tell you, 12 weeks is not the clear zone. And quite honestly, after hearing all of the stories that women bravely shared with me about their experiences, the safe zone isn't until baby comes out. And then even when baby comes out, there's a whole different slew of things that can happen. So That way of thinking was definitely not useful at that time because when I was going through that experience, I was so confused. I was like, wait, I thought 12 weeks was safe. And I was wrong. Now, in that moment, that future that Brian and I had created just totally disintegrated. I'm not going to go into detail about the pregnancy loss. You can go back to my episode that I recorded a couple days after if you are curious. But that experience was one of the best things that has happened to me. If that is a triggering statement to you, I want to be clear that this is my experience and I'm not projecting this onto you or anyone else. I'm just letting you know that that is my thought about what happened. And when I was going through the experience, I knew that there was a lesson in it. I didn't know what it was because it was so painful, but I knew. And now that I'm here on the other side of it, I can definitely see it very clearly that experience opened me up to really truly being a human. And the highs and lows of being a human are a part of everyone's life. And up until that point, I experienced some highs and some lows, but I never experienced loss that intimate. And what I've learned is loss is what connects us all there is really not that many humans out there that hasn't experienced some sort of loss. And that space to truly understand what someone is going through when they have lost something, no matter what it is, helps you open up as another human being and be super empathetic and understanding. And so that experience changed my life for the better. And That's not to say that it wasn't really fucking painful and I wasn't sad a lot and I cried a lot. That's not what I'm saying because that was included. But I knew, I just knew I had this deep knowing that this was for me. And in that year, because it happened at the end of 2020, the beginning of 2021, this year has just been a year of full expansion in that way. So I experienced the loss and I. Just knew. I was like, I need, there's some healing that needs to go on (laughs) within me. And so I'm a seeker and I got very curious and I started to really tap into my spiritual practices. And I started to see a spiritual body healer who changed my life. And I'm so grateful for her because I didn't realize all of the junk, the murky, waters that needed to be cleared up before I could get into this amazing space that I am in now. And without having that experience with the pregnancy loss, I don't think I would have gone down that path. And again, I'm just know that it all happened as it should. And as soon as I let go of how this wasn't supposed to be, like everything's supposed to go the way that I plan. Magic, miracles, like just incredible things started opening up, and it hasn't stopped. (laughs) And it's just so insane to sit and reflect on this year because it really has been so transformative. So, the thing that I've really learned the most is pain is a part of being a human, but the suffering is optional, and we suffer so much for it's just so unnecessary. And when we resist the facts of what is actually happening, and we won't come to terms with it, and we can't accept it. We just create so much more despair than needs to happen. And I really learned that, and I've learned throughout this process how important it is to just let go and surrender. So that was like my number one lesson of this past year, is like pain isn't a bad thing, and pain is actually very beautiful because it reminds you that you're human and you're alive, but the suffering was totally unnecessary. And so that was the first thing. And the second thing that I learned from this past year is the importance of fully taking responsibility for my emotions. I had always listened to that and I heard that and I understood the concept, but it really wasn't until I was starting to apply it through the miscarriage that it really started to click and make sense for me. Because as someone who was ready to start a family, It's this funny thing that happens that as soon as you decide, you're like, okay, I'm ready. And you're just like, okay, like now let's get pregnant. And you think it's going to happen right away and it doesn't. (laughs) And then you start to realize that babies are everywhere. People are pregnant everywhere. The signs are everywhere. And that's most likely because of the RAS working in our minds. Um, But it's very triggering if you're not 100% on processing and feeling your emotions. And I remember there were certain things that I would see that would just send me in a spiral. And this work that I've been doing helped me realize that it wasn't the post or the text message or whatever it was that would send me in a spiral. It was my thoughts about it. And I truly never made that like true connection until this experience. And I would see something on Instagram and I would just get so sad or negative. And Mother's Day was really a triggering day for me. Um, and there was just so many different things that like would come up. And I realized that it wasn't the post. It wasn't the message that I got from a friend. It was my thoughts about it. And I realized that like it was okay because I was choosing to feel sad. And it wasn't anyone's responsibility but mine and i didn't stay in the sadness but i honored it because all that it was showing me was something that i really want and it was this beautiful realization of how much power that i have over my emotional life and you know i've been studying this for a little bit but it's interesting how this like big life event for me has really shown me. It's been my greatest curriculum and my greatest teacher. And it allows me to take this information and teach it to my clients and my community. And that is my purpose. Like I am a teacher at my core. And I believe that I go through these life experiences to turn around and teach them to you. And hopefully, you get something from it, and then you teach someone, and that's just you know the beautiful ripple that comes from it. So it's really interesting because there's these moments that seem so insignificant that I look at and I was like, whoa, that's transformative. This is teaching me how to truly stay in my power. And I found that in the bigger human life events, I um. I'm very good at acknowledging which thought is creating my feelings, but the smaller stuff is where I struggle with still sometimes, like where I'm not exactly sure the what thought is creating anxiety in the moment or overwhelm, and I've realized that the work is all the same, but those smaller moments that might not be as like triggering is where the work really lies because how you do anything is how you do everything, right? And learning how to master my emotional life in the big things also translates to learning how to do it in the little things. So that's my other big lesson from this past year is really taking control of my emotional life. And it is the best place to be. People say things and do things and things happen in the world. And I just stay in my power. And it's so amazing because it's not about choosing to be happy all the time. Because if you've been listening, you know that it's not about being happy all the time but is knowing that I am in control of how I choose to feel. That is fully in my power. And that is the most badass thing ever. Like it makes me feel invincible (laughs) at times. It's so, so special. So I wanted to share that with you because you too harness that power. And that's why this work is just so insane because I just see these results in my life and I know what's possible for everyone and anyone. So that leads me to my next lesson from the past year. You're only as strong as the community or the people you surround yourself with. I, that has been a big theme this past year, um, especially teaming up and partnering with my friend Priscilla and hosting these women retreats and just various events that we're doing. It's been so cool to partner with someone that is like-minded and like-hearted and see what we can create together we have two retreats under our belt. We have a third one coming up in November and a fourth one scheduled in April. And it's just wild what can happen when you bring like-minded and like-hearted women together. And this is only the beginning. And as I'm recording this, I'm looking at my vision board and on it has community really big and then a blank space because I leave blank spaces on my vision board to call in things in my life. And it's just wild to think, that that is coming to life. And it's so fun because you never know how you're going to do it. And we get so hung up on the how, and then you see it come to life and then you see how you did it. And it's not any way that you thought it was going to get done when you first put it out there in the world, but that's why you just have to trust the process. And also more importantly than trust it, enjoy the process. You have to enjoy it because you get to the end goal and then you're like, okay, what's next? So looking at that process as this like, as the destination, looking at the journey as the destination, learning how to grow within that space is so incredible. And this is only the beginning and I'm just so excited to see where this community grows into. So with that, the other thing that I learned this past year is... You can't expect people to show up for you the way that you would show up. Um, It was very interesting with the miscarriage, how various people experienced it um, and the discomfort levels. And it was a big mirror reflector back on me because I know in the past when I heard that someone was going through um, infertility or had a miscarriage, I didn't realize how uncomfortable I was by their pain. And this has totally changed my whole perspective on not just this kind of loss, but anytime someone is going through something, like I realized how uncomfortable I would get. And this experience, again, has really like brought me back down to earth. And I think I'm gonna do a whole episode about that I'm like, shit, not to say to someone that is going through fertility struggles or experienced um, a pregnancy loss. Cause I have like, I've been keeping notes on what not to say. But the fastest way to be disappointed is when someone doesn't meet the expectation that you have, but that expectation you have for them is based off of how you do things. That's not fair to anyone, not fair to that person and it's definitely not fair to you just because you would show up in a certain way doesn't mean that everyone is going to show up in that way and you can't expect people to you can't expect people to meet this criteria that they don't even know exist and i realized that i had a lot of that going on in the first couple months and how uncomfortable certain people were with my pain. And understandably so. I'm the happy one. I'm not the one that usually is in pain. So people were really uncomfortable by my pain and that I actually was sharing my experience. And I could totally understand why some people just didn't know what to do. And in the beginning, I would make it about me and it really had nothing to do with me. Like other people's discomfort (laughs) was not about me. It's about them. And that leads me to my next lesson of my 33rd trip around the sun. This has been probably my favorite aha reflection. And that is what people think about me is a hundred percent about them. And I used to be so afraid of what people thought about me, and it would stop me from sharing and putting myself out there. And I have totally let that go. If people want to judge me, if they want to say things about me, if they want to talk shit, whatever, I don't care because all of that is a reflection on them and the thoughts that they have and their experiences. And that's been so badass. Like, seriously. From someone that is a recovering people pleaser and like needed everyone to like her and was a chameleon and would like blend into any social situation that she possibly could. This is a huge transformation for me. And I've noticed it more and more every time I put something out there in the world and like allow my true goofy weird self to be seen. It just feels really, really good. And the way that this came to be was I kept pulling this card. Um, I have these oracle cards, and it kept just pulling up the throat chakra. Which is like the tr- your truth and your authentic self, and realize that I would hold myself back because I was still so afraid of what people thought about me. And shifting that and looking at it in a way of realizing that it has nothing to do with me has allowed myself to really just be. Exactly, who I want to be in the world. And sometimes that's goofy, and sometimes that's serious. Sometimes it's a little bit in between. Um, and it's just so powerful to not have to put a mask on anymore and try to be someone that I'm not and try to make everyone else like me or everyone else comfortable that's around me. And that feels really, really good. And then the last takeaway from this year is a little bit about confusion. I realized that I said, I don't know a lot. Like I would start working on a program and I'd be like, yeah, I have all these goals. And I'm like, I just don't know how I'm going to do it. And I don't know shuts down that inner wisdom that actually does know, or at least that space of able to figure it out. And confusion is just fear in disguise. Like if I'd find that I would stay in confusion because I actually didn't want to, put myself out there or put do something that would risk failing or fear of being seen. And so I would just say, I don't know (sighs) a lot. And once I realized that I was doing that and I was stuck in confusion, once I stopped saying that and I started shifting into, I'm going to figure it out, or I can't wait to see how I figure this out, it got my ass into motion. And that is what has been so cool because I've been creating this program and it's taken the past three and a half years of what I've been doing and putting it into a program that is going to be transformational. And once I stopped saying, I don't know, and I stopped asking myself, how am I going to do this? And I just kept asking myself, okay, well, what's next? What am I going to do to figure this out? What is the next step? How can I make this fun? I started asking myself these questions. Things just started to fall into place, and I'm about a month out from launching this bad boy. And shifting out of confusion and dropping into curiosity and like excitement and wonder is getting me the results that I want. I cannot wait to share this with you. I cannot wait to share this with you, especially if you have been curious about coaching and you are wondering how all these things and tools that I've been teaching on my podcast can work for you. This program is going to touch on all of that and more. It's really, really powerful. And I've noticed that when I let go of the confusion and I just expand what's possible, magic happens. So to tie back to the beginning, it's like just this last year ended in heartbreak and 2021 started very low vibration. And that is the beautiful ebbs and flows of being a human. But I have to say there has been so many miracles along the way. And it is so important to be able to tap into all of the things that make you feel lit up your mind, your body, and your soul. Because when you do that, you can see the miracles unfolding day to day, even when the world feels like a very dark and scary place. So that is my birthday reflection i kind of just went off (laughs) i didn't have anything planned i kind of just let it flow So I hope that you received something from this episode. And if you did, I would love to hear your takeaways. And if you are curious about this program and you want to get in on the pre-launch details, make sure that you send me a text message so I can let you know when it's about to be launched into the world. And yeah. I really, I think that's it. If you haven't joined the Facebook community yet, make sure you do so because I will be taking these podcast episodes and expanding on them, answering questions, like doing weekly training starting in October. So I'd love to see you in there and I'd love to connect with you in that way. And I just think that you're so amazing and I'm just so grateful for you to spend 30 minutes of your time listening to this episode. You're amazing. Don't you ever forget that. If you don't have a birthday reflection practice I highly suggest it because it is so amazing to think about how much can happen in a year and then you just think about that compounded over time and it just gets you just jazzed up for the future while also being so excited in the present moment. All right, my friend, I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for spending a little bit of my birthday with me, but I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend.